0: Are you ready?
1: Uh, yeah, I think so.
0: Hello and welcome to Movie Grouch and Fanboy Podcast. My name is Bex and I am a big old movie grouch. And here with me to keep me in check is everybody's favourite fanboy. It's Blake.
1: Good day to you Good day. You all.
0: It's actually evening.
1: Yeah, but we have to... I'm saying good day in case... It covers all parts of the day, doesn't it? In case Australian people are good listening. Good day to you. <laughs> good day, everybody. It suddenly
0: feels very formal. I know. How are you?
1: I'm well, thank you. Yourself?
0: Good. This is... little. A... Yeah, I'm good. Good. <laughs> Just Sorry, in rewind no. mode.
1: Yeah, Just the, having a moment.
0: My little... Uh, processing chip got stuck God there broken. for a second mm. if you are a new listener you're very very welcome we're glad to have you on board and if you haven't listened to us before this is the podcast where we take a film that i miss movie grouch hello have avoided watching for very stupid reasons we have a watch about it or we have a watch of the film we have a chat <laughs> about it and then uh, we record it and put it out for your listening entertainment
1: hopefully yeah hopefully yeah. it's for your entertainment
0: but before we dive into uh, the film and what we've been watching, we've got some exciting stuff to talk about, haven't we?
1: Yes. Okay. I mean, like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, for a minute, I was like, what have I forgotten? <laughs> I was like, no, it's not like, I've forgotten. I just, yeah, no, yeah, absolutely.
0: Yeah. yeah, we're excited to do it. On the 20th of October last year, that was when our first episode dropped, so... In order to celebrate that fact that we've been going for a whole year, we are going to do a, a year in review episode where we talk about the films that we've watched over the year and whether um, a bit of time passing has made us or me change my mind. There is definitely, I'm going to drop a little a little teaser, there's definitely one in there that I want to rewatch. watch I think I got wrong. And I told Blake this this morning and then I didn't tell him anymore and he got a bit mental.
1: Uh no yeah, I, I guess. Because uh, cause I think there'll be a lot of films when time removes you'll go, Maybe I got that wrong which is really interesting. You
0: have met me though, you know that I'm really stubborn. Yeah. yeah. You don't
1: like to admit when you're wrong. Mm, even not, when you're always. wrong.
0: not always. Not always. So
1: okay, yeah, try. we'll see we'll see. I've tried to have a guess at what it is, but I don't mm. I don't know. I need a little bit more. What I need to do is listen back to them all and try and figure out what you might have changed your mind on. Are you actually, really
0: are you really gonna do that?
1: Yeah, I think I might. Oh. Just to see if I can pick up anything.
0: Okay. Cool.
1: Cause I don't know. I mean, obviously I know what I want it to be.
0: What do you want it to be?
1: I'd love it to be heat.
0: <laughs> <laughs> you remember how that episode went down, yeah. right? Yeah, I'm not sure it's gonna be heat. No, okay. I'm not sure cool. it's be that's heat.
1: what that I think that's what I'd like it to be, but I don't think it I don't think it is. That's what I would go. Oh yeah, that'd be cool if you would change your i'd got that wrong i'd be like yes that'd be cool
0: don't hold your breath mate no
1: that's fine well i think it might be though i don't i don't know unless it's unless it's one that you like that you actually now think is shit see i'm thinking there's one that you don't like and you're going actually no there's one that you do like and actually you're going no it's actually fucking (laughs) poo." okay so it could be you could be doing a reverse psychology on me but you've only liked like two films so far. <laughs> so, I could be doing a reverse do you know psychology I mean? So it's either going to be Chef or Training Day <laughs> that you, that you change your mind about.
0: I would just point out that I you try and use reverse psychology on you quite a bit for various things. It doesn't really work. So because <laughs> I'm
1: too fucking smart. That's why.
0: <laughs> so yeah, our year in review episode will be dropping on the twentieth of October. And then, uh, about ten days after that, Halloween weekend, we didn't really get our bums in gear last year, did we? We sort of no, launched, we and didn't. we were so taken up with uh, actually doing a podcast that we we didn't really think about Halloween. Yeah, for anybody that was listening right from the beginning, you may remember that we did on Instagram. We did five. We did like a week of picking our favourite horror movies and on one of those days i picked hereditary as my favorite and then you picked midsummer Mm. as your favorite Mm. so halloween weekend we're going to do an old and a new halloween episode so we'll have one episode on the saturday one episode on the sunday one of those days will be new horror movies so we're gonna watch hereditary and midsummer again and have a chat about them and well, the rest of it. I'm looking forward to seeing Midsummer again because I fell asleep in the cinema watching that. And also, since since I saw it, I've got into more folklorey, pagany stuff. So I'm really interested to watch it again. I also read the plot on Wikipedia, so now I know what's going to be going on. <laughs> I'll yeah. Have a chat about that, and then we're going to do an old Halloween movie night where we pick a movie each and have a watch, and then just have a chat. So it won't be like a normal
1: format no just like a, bo- a couple of bonus just, episodes yeah. really just some yeah. just some sh- just some things to chuck in the mix and just try and maybe open some conversation with other people on get yeah. their thoughts on it from you
0: know who are we getting on, on? Social-
1: well not on the podcast but like maybe via social media maybe yeah. get him on the podcast who knows down the line you never know we'll see what happens have
0: you cleared that with the appropriate authorities yeah i've
1: asked the dog he said it's fine
0: <laughs> enough enough guff and
1: enough rambling
0: yeah So what have you been watching? Anything?
1: Uh, Nothing. Life's been a bit too manic, so I haven't really sat down and watched anything of uh, any note, to be fair. So yeah, no, I think there's enough waffle there anyway (laughs) to cover the what have you been watching chat. Yeah. Uh, Have you been watching anything?
0: Uh, I caught up with Drag Race today and that was about it. Cool.
1: Yeah. It's just been a bit manic at the moment, so yeah, yeah, not just not had time to sit and enjoy anything. Sometimes that happens, unfortunately.
0: We had a lot of fun uh, with the Parapod week. If you left messages and just said that you enjoyed the episodes and the interviews and all the rest of it, thank you very much. It's, yeah, it's just really nice to have some feedback. Mm. I think that's enough. What was the film that we watched this episode?
1: We watched Green Mile from 1999. Have you got a synopsis, please?
0: Paul, the head guard of a prison, meets an inmate, John, who is accused of murdering and raping two girls. His life changes drastically when he discovers John has a special gift.
1: Scores, Rotten Tomatoes. critic score, 78%. Audience score, 94%. Internet movie database, 8.6%. So high across the board.
0: Mm, Yeah, they are.
1: Fan reviews from Rotten Tomatoes. (laughs) So this is a bad review. I didn't quite understand it, so that's why I picked it, because I thought it was quite funny. A heart-sinking sad movie. If you feel the innocence of the prisoners, the innocence of the two prisoners haunts me, especially the torture of Edouard, Edouard is sick because Percy is so heartless. Let me leave the stupid act from this movie right on Rotten Tomatoes. The guards are there to mindlessly do their job to retrain, restrain the prisoner like robots and robots. <laughs> <laughs> According to procedure, execute robots. the prisoners without regard to innocence. The electric chair is anti-humane torture... A sinful crime against people's rights. See how the prisoners suffer against heartless guards and corrupt, accusing at John Coffey in this movie. This also was during a time when there was less regard to sympathy and understanding. I mean, that is fucking the most confusing review I've ever read of a film. Do you film.
0: think they've got a bit confused and meant to? I think they. The- like the European Court of Human Rights or something. I don't know,
1: but it was a one-star review. But I feel like they've got real life and fantasy mixed up in that review.
0: (laughs) It's not a documentary. (laughs) Yeah.
1: Um, And then a quick five-star review. A very rich and emotional story. That's it. What had stopped you from seeing this film in the past?
0: It's a Tom Hanks film.
1: Yeah, you love him so much.
0: I'm not a big Tom Hanks fan. There's only two, yeah, two Tom Hanks films that I like. Which are? Big and the burbs. Okay. And I really find this movie's a little bit over emotional and a bit obviously emotive. Okay. If that makes sense. From what people have told me, I didn't really think it was gonna be my bag. Don't really like films about prison. I just wasn't that interested.
1: Fair enough. What was your preconceived idea of this movie?
0: That Tom Hanks would be in it, that he would do something to try and play on my emotions, which he did a lot of actually didn't work though if i'm being serious i knew it was to do with prison and i i knew spoilers so i knew that there was a character in it who could do something like magic or supernatural stuff and i knew that it was going to be sad
1: um right let's have the first act please opening scene and setups
0: okay so the film opens in an old people's home and we see old paul Get emotional watching Top Hat, which you would do because that is an excellent film. <laughs> his lady friend is worried and he starts to tell a story about 1935 when he worked in a prison. Um, and he meets an inmate called John Coffey who is accused of murdering and raping two young girls. So Paul is the head prison dude um, and his relationship with John develops slowly, very slowly in the first hour we meet a mouse and there's an execution and we find out that eugene Toombs is a complete douchebag which i mean wasn't really a surprise because anybody that saw that episode of the x-files would have known that but of course i'm being silly the character percy wetmore always a little shit so oh also we find out that paul has moths in his downstairs unit which means that he can't pee pleasantly I don't know whether that's the right word. Does anybody enjoy... I... He
1: had a urine infection, right?
0: You mean he didn't have moths in his...
1: Moths? <laughs> or moths?
0: Moths. Like like moth man. Why has
1: he got moths in his bladder?
0: Because John Coffey sucks them out of his...
1: Oh, God. He
0: sucks them out and yeah. then they come out of his mouth. Okay John heals Paul's infection. I'm just being silly. I knew it was a bladder infection, really. Well, it didn't, but I knew it wasn't moss because I'm not completely stupid. or oh, moss.: <laughs> Yeah, so John heals Paul's infection, which means that he can shag his wife again. Hooray, She certainly seems very happy about that and bakes some cornbread. Then John resurrects Mr. Jingle's mouse uh when Percy. oh God, he's such a little shit when Percy kills him and then Paul then realizes that there's something going on at that point okay it's a bit slow on the uptake but all right and then while bill wharton arrives and he's an absolute absolute (laughs) uh racially abuses john and throws his poo around and is put in the cell the padded cell on a number of occasions and that's pretty much
1: it awesome anything you would like to unpack talk about add to
0: no it's really slow
1: right i can't bloody win
0: what do you mean can't right. Be
1: so, so you, you, one of your <laughs> biggest complaints is like you don't get enough build-up of characters. Right. Right. This gives you plenty of this. We get to learn what everyone's about. We get an idea of who they are, their life, not their backstory so much, but we 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 figure we figure out who everyone is, what role they have in the prison, what sort of personality they are.
0: What, and, your eyes look really angry.
1: Well, yeah, you got no. You, you like, <laughs> you wait. So, like, it gives you what you've been asking for, yet you found it boring. So, that's Rare. confusing at best. Okay. <laughs> right? Okay. Um, it's not boring. It's just your attitude stinks because <laughs> you, 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 you said to me, I'm ready. I'm. I'm here. I'm like I'm ready to go in, and like, <laughs> what you you said something along the lines of, "I'm ready to." I've got, I can't remember what you said, but you're like, you're leaving your judgment at the door or something. In the first five minutes, you were fucking not paying attention. <laughs> you did right. not give this film the attention that, in my opinion, it deserves.
0: Hey, I really tried. You tr-
1: yeah, but I don't think you did. I think you're telling yourself you did to make yourself feel better.
0: Right, can I just remind you that the podcast
1: <laughs> So
0: <laughs> The podcast is called Movie Grouch and Fanboy. You're supposed to be like you you don't get to be grouchy, I get to be grouchy. No, I
1: know. I don't I don't know what's happened, but I am feeling very defensive of this movie more than any other and I don't really, really know yeah, I think so. Okay. I don't know why, but I definitely am. See. I
0: have I have to say that I d- I did really try because I knew because my Tom Hanks thing which baffles a lot of people and this one was quite a big it's quite it, it's a movie that I've been told a lot of times that I need to watch because I would really enjoy it. There was a lot of hype from other people that mm. I was aware of going into it and I and I really I did try. I really tried. See I think that's what you are. No 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 but I knew that I had like a negative mindset going into it and i didn't just want to be like oh this film's shit because i think it's going to be shit so i tried really hard to leave that behind and i i i I get what you're saying and i suspected you might be a little bit like you wanted backstory you wanted build up you've got it but there's one character in that film that did not get enough airtime who's that it was john Coffey.
1: okay cool i agree we'll talk about that later okay, as well thank you very much cool okay so um so i can plot development please middle of the film middle chunk
0: so percy what a little shit is still causing trouble and he agrees to resign from the prison if he can oversee dell's execution so percy forgets to soak the sponge in water and tell, then tells dell that his mouse isn't going to mouse circus school and dell dies a horrific death with John Forster to feel pain, Paul, uh, Paul and everybody else bind and gag Percy, who is a little shit, and put him in this uh, padded cell. They've decided to use John's powers to heal their colleague's wife, who is really, really poorly, like terminally ill and calling people pig fuckers and all the rest of it. So they've decided to use John's special powers to heal her and binding and gagging Percy is, is a whole part of the oh, look over here, and don't see that we're smuggling a death row prisoner out of the prison. So when Percy's released, John grabs him um, and releases the illness from the wife into him, and he goes quiet, thank goodness, and then does everyone a solid and shoots a wild Bill Wharton.
1: So you've missed out quite a big chunk there. Have I? So when he takes Melinda's tumour out of her head, he holds on to the bad moths.
0: Sorry, did you say moths or moths? Whatever you
1: want. (laughs) Rather than letting it go, he holds on to it, and that he passes it on to Percy in the prison, and that's what leads him to kill Wild Bill. It sort of sends him crazy. Yeah, I didn't like, explain that very well. Okay. Whereas, like previously, when he had healed the mouse, he'd let out the negative energy, if you will. Which was the moss. Which was the moss, the flying moss. So yeah, they're just like, that's how that happened. Okay.
0: Yeah. yeah thank you. I, yeah, that was quite. And then
1: Percy ends up in the insane asylum,
0: and that's pretty much middle of the film.
1: Cool. Anything. You
0: yeah so i think from there was a brief glimmer of uh hope for me during the execution scene and just after parts of it felt very mismatched and i felt it suffered with being not quite one thing and not quite another mm-hmm. there were parts that were quite magical like when they're walking through the the woodland to get to the car to go to Melinda's house to to heal her from the chemo or whatever it is that was beautiful because you had so it was almost like fireflies where you had like sort of yeah, magical yeah, specks yeah, yeah. of light and that was really lovely and I was like oh god this is like really whimsical and I'm thinking oh I like this is really lovely I yeah. like this I l- like the execution bit, although it was horrific, it was really well done. Just as I was sort of thinking, okay, it's it's taking this kind of turn, and I was sort of thinking, oh, I can get on board with this. It then kind of just went into nothingness again for me. Mm-hmm. So yeah, that's probably something we'll talk that will come up later, I would mm-hmm. think, as well. Okay,
1: cool. Closing an act and scenes, please.
0: Right. Okay, so Paul finally realises that John is innocent. John. Had some physical contact with Royal Bill before he died, and that's how he knew that he killed and and raped the the two children. So Paul is distressed at having to execute John, and he offers for him to go free. But John says he's ready to die. He's kind of had enough of all the pain and suffering that people inflict on each other. And they all watch Top Hat uh, with the other officers on kind of John's last night of uh, of life, I suppose. So John dies. And it was quite a moving scene. Uh, it was quite sad. The prison officer is obviously very upset. Um, and then old Paul sho- shows the old lady a mouse, which is not a euphemism. And now they <laughs> can all live forever and fly or something. And that's the end of the film.
1: Live forever and fly?
0: <laughs> you genuinely are like, please explain this to me. It <laughs> well yeah like he got i don't know he got like everlasting life or something like the mouse didn't die i'm not sure it's everlasting was the i old think it's
1: super extended i think he, well, he was like, on.
0: like years or he's something, 108,
1: wasn't, wasn't years yeah that's what i said so the bit see, the bit that you said it was emotional <laughs> like every time i was crying yeah, yeah. like you're <laughs> sat there like fucking bullshit this is and i'm like in tears, I did at one point. Like, there
0: was a lot of sniffles coming from the sofa, and you, yeah. you were you were really yeah. Every up, time yeah, it was like, like
1: it's the scene where he has to tell the prison guards that everything's going to be okay. I do not even remember that. It scene. just it's just so. He's about to die. He knows he's about to go and be killed, and he has to comfort the guys that are going to kill him. It's just so impactful for me. Like it's just it's just it's just it's just it's just wonderful it's just such a brilliant piece of cinema i think i just think it's brilliant i just think it's so moving and the fact that he's strong enough to do that i just think is fucking brilliant because oh, yeah. of what they've seen in him in they know you know, and then he goes in and said, "There's, a, there's this room full of people hate me." Brutus oh, turns and around says, and like, says, "We don't hate you."
0: Yeah, feel the love from us. Kind do you know of what thing. I mean? I'm I
1: fucking hell, Like, just i will getting emotional now talking about it. Like, it's such a, it's so powerful. Like, I really think it is. I, mean, I just
0: I was. Do you know what I, I fully expected to get upset at the end because I, even though I don't really buy into a film, I can the daftest of things have set me off in the past, like an advert or something, like a poster or something like that. I don't know. Stupid shit set me off. And I, yeah, I was quite surprised that I didn't get upset. Mm. And I don't know. Oh, I don't know. I don't know what it was. But there was something that just didn't... It, it didn't gel enough for me. But I think we'll probably cover that Yeah, going possibly. forward.
1: Did you have a favourite character?
0: Yeah, my favourite character was John Coffey. Yeah, definitely. Now, I meant to... Oh, I didn't mean to research this. And this is my fault because... It's been hectic, but there was uh, there was similarities between his character and the guy that's the accused chap in *To Kill a Mockingbird*.
1: Right? Okay. Yeah, definitely. I see the similarities.
0: I think John John Coffey was the most interesting character. I would have liked to have known more about what he what he was like, what his gift was, because I st- I don't know whether he was an angel or. A prophet or a
1: mm.
0: healer. This was the thing that annoyed me, was that everybody was a little bit slow on the uptake, that his gift was quite special. Nobody seemed that weirded out by it. The first time that they talk about it is when they're at dinner, when they kind of hatch the plan to go to Melinda's house and heal her. And I'm a bit like, this guy is doing something amazing. Why yeah. aren't you all a bit like, what the fuck? But, you know, Tom Hanks is... what's well, it's not Tom Hanks, is it? It's Paul Edgecombe can, can suddenly... P without pain and he's going home to shag his wife, who's obviously delighted because it is obviously upset everything down there. And she just bakes cornbread and that's that's it. Like nobody's like, What what the hell is happening here? The most interesting character got the least airtime and the le the the least information about his character. his character.
1: Yeah, I've not read the book.
0: Well, my fact my fact is that Stephen King says this is the most faithful yeah, of all his films that, that, that have been adapted. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He says yeah. that this is the most faithful Yeah, exactly. Adaptation.
1: So, I mean, without reading a book, you know, I have no, you know, source of information on the from not reading the book, obviously. But that's quite a bold statement from Stephen yeah. King. Do you know what and I mean?
0: and I can understand that there's there's mileage for the viewer to to have that element of well, what is he? Is he an angel? Is he a healer? Mm, is yeah, he, yeah. you know, can he tell the future? Like all those sorts of things that might slot in. I think there's mileage for for discussion there after you've yeah. seen the film. Like, You know, it's the kind of thing that you would sit around with your mates going, well, what did you think about that? Oh, I th- thought that he, he was this, that and the other. For me, watching it, I was like, I don't really, like what I found out about the, the prison guards was just a bit wishy-washy. They weren't really anything. Like, Brutus was a really... Gr- or Brutal was a really great character, and I thought he was really well played, but mm. I didn't find out anything about him. Yeah. You know, what you found out about, like, the young guy was that he had a wife and two kids, and that's why they wanted him to stay in the prison and yeah. not help with uh, with going to Melinda's house. So mm. I-, I get why they did it, but I I felt like I wanted more information about the people they didn't give me information on. Okay. Yeah.
1: Did you have a worse character?
0: Uh, it's got to be Percy Wetmore.
1: Yeah, he's a piece of shit, isn't he? Yeah. I mean, Brilliantly I mean, played, though, right?
0: Oh, but see, this is it's, it's a little bit weird, isn't it? Because obviously, Doug Hutchison has had a lot of controversy in his personal life yeah. with who he married and, and what happened there. And it's really hard to watch somebody play a role that's quite creepy and horrible mm. and not have tabloid stuff creeping in mm. to feed that and that's something definitely uh that i was aware of as as i was watching but i mean i haven't seen him in huge amounts i don't think he's done a huge amount of work has he really
1: uh i only know him from
0: x files and, and this yeah
1: to be honest i've probably seen him over stuff and not realized it yeah um because i think he's you know for a period of time he's definitely a working actor in yeah in stuff so yeah um but yeah, yeah I, no, I just thought I think...
0: it, he was he was great and you really hated him and that moment when he turns around and he was like oh i didn't know like nobody told me the sponge was supposed to be wet you were just like you little shit you yeah. knew exactly what you were doing yeah you're just yeah, a weirdo he, yeah he's a piece yeah. of shit absolutely yeah. but and i, I thought... think it, it was quite a fitting comeuppance even yeah. though i i didn't see that bit coming so after we so we watched the film in two halves again yeah uh and after the first half, I called that Wild Bill would have murdered, was actually the murderer of the girls, and that John Coffey would die. Mm. I didn't see the the twist with Coffee putting the, the tumour into him, into a person. Right, more, okay. And then, yeah. Yeah. But, it, but um, that was quite a fitting, it was quite a fitting um, end for that character, I thought. Yeah, and definitely. for and for Wharton as well. Yeah, although maybe he could have suffered a bit more.
1: He could have, yeah, he could have had like possibly. a bit of a
0: Joffrey death.
1: Oh, right, okay, it's a hell of a cast.
0: And Rockwell,
1: oh my god, I love him, he's one of my favorites. He does
0: not jobs, he does unhinged, he, he does unhinged, so well.
1: kooky, despair you name it. He's fucking, like slightly off kilter yeah. comedic, like he's so talented at being a bit odd. in whether that's scary odd or just funny odd, he's so yeah. good at it. But he's also, he's just, he's just a brilliant actor. got a guy I really like, a guy called Perry, Barry Pepper. Mm. He crops up in a lot of things that I've yes. seen. Great character actually over the years. So I've always had, I've kind of always liked what he's been in. Patricia Clarkson. Yes. Who I've had a crush on since Jumanji, I think. Really? Yeah, yeah. I think uh... she, I remember... Like she played the mum, right in the th- in the original oh, I Jumanji. Remember. I think she played Robin Williams. Well, I haven't seen that film for years. Great, great actress. Mm. I think she's brilliant, and I think she's really good in this as well. So yeah, just yeah, great cast. I just really, really like. I, the re- cast, I really all like all the around. guy that
0: played brutal. Yeah, as well. so
1: he's um, he's again he's in lots of bits. David Moore, so He crops up every so often. Mm. He's pretty cool. Anyway, moving on. Did you have a favorite scene?
0: I, I liked the the bit where. The plan to get John Coffey to Melinda's house came into fruition. And like I said before, that scene where they're walking through the, the woodland to get to the car or to get to the truck to take him to Melinda's house where just the, the, those little sparks of light, fireflies, whatever mm. they are. It, it I I just thought that was beautiful. And I, in the synopsis and the reviews that I've read, the word supernatural pops up. Supernatural means something that's perhaps not...
1: That we would perceive not as perceived
0: normal. as normal, natural, that kind of thing. so it could be that i I think it could have been like it had really dark elements and I think it could have gone darker or it could have gone more whimsical and for me it would have it would have been better for that, but I did that woodland, that would scene, in and, and the whole kind of tension of, of are they going to get to the car are they going to be able to do this was was really good
1: yeah, because it's one of the very few scenes that isn't in the prison. Yes. You know, so it opens up the yeah. film a little bit. I think my favorite scene is when John Coffey comes to the prison, and he's just so big, and yeah. they're just in awe of his size. It's quite um, funny when they're, really they're well sort of looking at the truck and they're like, yeah. "What the hell is As wrong with the, the, the truck?" And the gun. guy gets, yeah, the
0: guy gets out, and the truck suddenly yeah. lifts up. It's, I just think yeah. it's
1: really, I just think it's shot really well. I think it's very cleverly done because I remember, the f- I think looking back, the first time I saw it, when you, when he comes in, and you're like, "Oh my god, this guy's gonna be terrifying." But he's like the sweetest guy. Yeah. And I just, I love that juxtaposition of his this giant dude.
0: But it's that a whole like gentle giant yeah, trope, I isn't think it's, it? I, d- I, I think
1: it's really well done.
0: Yeah. Yeah. Mm. Uh, did you have a worse scene? It's got to be the execution. It's
1: horrible, isn't it? Like, it's brilliant, but it is fucking horrible. Can't believe that they used to have public executions. Yeah. It's crazy to think that you could go and watch people be-, be killed
0: yeah but it's it's like uh there are some great parallels with like social media nowadays mm-hmm. it's kind of you know it, it, that was entertainment you've only got to look at things like witch witch trials and um public hangings of you know yeah. back in the uk and and how many people turn out to see yeah, that and definitely. it is it was a form of a form of entertainment but it's yeah. um yeah they were yeah i i think the particularly dell's execution was horrific and there were moments when I was almost like, "Whoa, this is starting to get like hacky horror film funny." Mm. Yeah, that there were there were lots of elements of different kind of films, and they just didn't pull together for me. Mm. So, uh, having said that, though the execution, the executions were really well done, mm. um, and I think that scene, that scene just after Dell's execution with Percy, is also really. I remember kind of just being, oh, you little shit, when he was like, oh, I didn't know it uh, yeah. the sponge had to yeah, be SpongeBob. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I do remember reacting quite vehemently yeah. to that.
1: Um, scoring soundtrack. Thomas Newman is the composer. Quite a famous guy. Guy? Quite, like, he's a well known composer. He's done. He's he, a famous man. He is a famous man responsible for soundtrack two, a ton of films over the years. Like uh, what? Finding Nemo, Finding Dory, uh, Wally uh spectre
0: oh. um, skyfall skyfall like your bummel. lost boys i haven't seen it
1: 1917 oh okay which had a fucking brilliant soundtrack yeah it that did. really went well with the well intensity of that movie
0: it does um, unless you're a friend of ours who went to see it at the cinema and we were like wasn't it amazing and he just went nothing happened it was
1: like, that. What? That was Adam. Was it? Yeah. Oh, such a weirdo. <laughs> I love you, Adam. Sorry, you are a weirdo, but I, you, I love you. It's all
0: right, um, Adam. Adam doesn't listen to this, so we can say whatever we like about
1: him. Cool. Um, but yeah, I really like the soundtrack. I think it's really quite fitting for so many of the scenes. I find it haunting. I find it emotive. Obviously, because without the parts of the music that sit on the parts that are, of the emotional scenes, it wouldn't work as much mm-hmm. uh, I think it's brilliant I think he did a cracking job I didn't pay any attention to the soundtrack that uh, is fine
0: yeah it, it didn't really leap out at me I'm afraid
1: cool. directors overwork work so Frank Darabont I'm not super I say super familiar like I mostly know him from this Shawshank Redemption
0: oh god
1: which is on the list I'm looking forward to doing that one after this <laughs> Sorry, um, it doesn't have Tom not, Hanks in it. Not straight away, but we'll leave it a while. Walking Dead, he's done, I'm going to say what? every episode. I don't know. i stopped watching it after they went to Mieke. the junkyard people and I was like, I'm out.
0: The junkyard people. Yeah.
1: Do you remember when we just gave up and we were just like, we're done? It just became really bad, didn't it? Uh, the Shield, which was a great TV show. It's one of like, the first sort of things that came over from America. Uh, You've already told us your fact, haven't you? Yeah, I have. You got another one? No. Okay, cool
0: sorry
1: uh did you fall asleep
0: yes i did (laughs) oh but it's really cute because i woke up and the cat was like the cat this isn't a story about the cat
1: are your prejudgments correct yeah okay final thoughts please shall i go first no you go first
0: no you go first if you want
1: i think this film has multiple layers that is why it's so great yeah maybe it does miss some things and it things are brushed over i think michael clark duncan is fucking superb in this film Mm -hmm. i think this film touches on many many things many i think there's a lot of nuances to this movie i think this is it touches upon race it touches upon family it touches upon no matter some people's situation they're good people no matter what they've done forgiveness is important supporting it supporting people through bad times i think all of these things flow through, through this film which is why i think i really like it so much i think it's really good and this is one of those films actually i'll tell you why i was annoyed earlier is because you know when you play someone a song or an album or you say watch this
0: oh, okay
1: and then that person doesn't react how you want this is what i got from this the others i've been fine with and i don't i didn't realize that i had such a connection to this film until re-watching it and you just weren't interested i was like i am pissed off
0: Oh well okay. Yeah.
1: I didn't know I felt that strongly about this movie. No,
0: I didn't know you felt that strongly either. It's really weird. I was quite surprised when you got as upset as like that level of upsetness we normally say for Lord of the Rings.
1: I don't even really cry at that anymore. Like I cried like I don't even think I've ever cried at Lord of the Rings. Yeah, you have. Have I? Yeah. There was
0: one occasion we watched Return of the King and you know when Aragorn said like the hobbits all bow at and Aragorn's like my was, friends yeah. we bowed to no one and yeah. I was like oh it gets me every time <laughs> yeah. when I turn around and you were like me too it's so yeah. sad
1: no to be fair that is yeah. fair yeah
0: I had no idea yeah really I,
1: d- I didn't to be fair so I'm very defensive of it now which isn't what this podcast is about it's no, not it's about not. me being defensive of a film but I do I need to figure out what my attachment to this is and why it's so strong <laughs> Like, it's oh, not like I can relate to any of it.
0: I feel like I've let you down. Do you know what I mean?
1: Like, it's so weird. It just was so... Uh, I don't know. Just, yeah.
0: I think perhaps had I watched... Oh, God, no. You see, this is where it's really difficult now. I don't want to say the wrong thing, and I don't want to be like, you know... it. it but it's, it's it's for white guys taking advantage or using a person of colour's skills to their advantage... And that person has been wrongly accused of a, a crime that they didn't commit.
1: But isn't that's why this that's also kind of why this film's so great? Yeah,
0: but that person ends up dying.
1: Yeah, but and this I, is this I is I what I mean. Know, this I, film has levels to it that are just so, so fucking deep and powerful and just like. Like that is social commentary. Like white people take advantage of black people. Look at look at look at what we're we're at today. It's fucking happening all the time.
0: I know, but it's hard enough to. Uh,
1: But also, like, look at the like. But then, same hand. Look at when it's set. Yeah. You know that was that was, you know, again, you can't, you can't get away from uh, the history.
0: No 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 no. This is true. This is how it was. True, but I think it it. i don't know i don't know for me that that was like a very present thought pattern and i was kind of like this is this stuff is happening in day-to-day life and it's horrific horrific enough i don't know to kind of make entertainment out of it seemed a bit weird to me i think that could be something that could be a very big contributing factor as to why mm. it was a bit like, mm, I don't know how I feel about this. Okay,
1: cool. Rewatchability. You're never going to watch this again are you.
0: At the moment, no. But let's never say never. And actually, if it is an important film to you.
1: Yeah, but I didn't know it was until I watched it this time.
0: No, but if it's an important film to you, and if we got to a point where I was like, okay, I, I I'm, I'm not going to shut the door on it completely. Yeah we will add it I'm I will. I'm h- quite happy to revisit this yeah. and see how I feel yeah. because I think it's possible that even though I tried really hard not to let past feelings and judgments colour how I feel yeah. it's entirely possible that that happened oh, so yeah. I, will... I think that
1: is partly what has happened
0: <laughs> do you? <Yeah. laughs>
1: I don't know if I've made that clear <laughs> I'm not sure. Yeah. Admit, I'm not sure. She I'd...
0: didn't really not like it. She's just, she's just silly old woman. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that's that's yeah. what's happened. She's um, just
0: been stubborn again.
1: Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's so true. Oh,
0: fucking hell, you're going to be bringing this up for years to come now, aren't you? Uh, <laughs> I'm never going to hear the end of this. There was that day the, that you just shout all over that film It really dear to and me. And
1: there's, there's tea in the bag now, this and the bus lane violation. <laughs> <laughs> so we'll see what happens um So, score out of ten, please.
0: <laughs> oh god, I'm gonna give it a three.
1: Oh fucking out. Okay, <laughs> cool. Because of my reaction, I don't like. It's like a nine point five. Whoa. Okay. For me, I think listen, like this. Foot, it's definitely flawed as a movie. Like it does have its flaws. It is probably too long.
0: Mm. Yeah, that was going to be my other point. Do you know
1: what I mean? It, I mean, three hours long. So it's a long film. It's a film. long slog. It could do And it's
0: a long slog.
1: If you don't like it.
0: <laughs> it's a long slog if you don't like it. This is correct. And it's also a long slog for to be a slow burn.
1: Yeah, see, I don't mind that. But then So I,
0: this I, is what I was going to say. If you cut that, they could have cut that a lot quicker. Do you know what? I think I you think, probably would have missed. I am an old man. Do you?
1: Yeah, I like films that where not well, a lot happens. I think I like films. I really like films where not a lot happens.
0: We might as well just like sit and watch the cat just plod about and no, do that's something No, it's pretty though. funny
1: because he's mental. Um, yeah, no, I like fi- I like slow burns. I ain't got a problem with them. I think when the cast is good and it's well acted, that's all I'm happy. I'm, all, I'm in. I'm like, yep, yeah, cool. This is good. They're carrying this thank you very much i'll take that
0: no, <laughs> cool. no. I, th- I think like there was a brief glimmer of hope for me after dell's execution mm. i yeah i think if they would made it a slightly shorter film i think you would have missed out on particularly percy's character development i don't think that would have been as good because actually percy's character development i think is the best character development yeah
1: you learn a lot about him you learn that he's a coward
0: yeah, you do. A
1: couple of times.
0: Yeah, you do. But I think you learn more about Percy to the detriment of not learning about John Coffey. Although I can understand why that that didn't happen. Brutal as well. I would have liked to have known more about him. I think Brutus. Brutus. Yeah. I thought he's called Brutal.
1: No, I think he's. Yeah, I think he was Brutus. Brutal Howl. Okay. Well, yeah.
0: if I say Brutal, people will know what what I mean, right? Yeah, they will do. I think. Okay, that's cool.
1: I think that's it. I'm going to go and cry myself to sleep.
0: <laughs> so, yeah, so that's it. That's it for the Green Mile. We're closing the book on the Green Mile. Are we?
1: Yes. Are you going to talk to me again? Uh, it might take a day. Okay.
0: That's fine, just so I know. So, if you have a hilarious or embarrassing movie related story, you can slide into our DMs. Uh, you can be part of the crew on Instagram. You can. Find us at Movie Grouch and Fanboy Pod, and that's uh, that's all words. Or we're on Facebook at Movie Grouch Sand, Fanboy, and you can email us at Movie Grouch Fanboy Pod at Outlook dot com. What are we going to do next?
1: So we're going to we're going to go on topic with sort of stuff that's happened in the last week. Well, no, that's always in the conversation as social media grows. We're going to go with the Social Network.
0: Ooh. Um, oh, it's I a date it's, film.
1: I think it's a really date film.
0: It's I I came very close to watch. I just want someone gave it to you yeah. on the DVD. Yeah,
1: yeah, fucking brilliant story that is. Here yeah. go have it. <laughs> yeah, no. um, I think it's. A, I mean, it's a good time to watch it. I think it's really. It could be re- really poignant as well, right? Social media. I f- yeah, I think it'd be cool.
0: So, do you have anything else to say?
1: No. See you next time. That's see
0: it. I you. <laughs> <laughs> you're gonna be like see you next Tuesday. No. Shout all over one of my dearest films. I'm gonna get in, and take Tuesday. my
1: rage and. I don't
0: know right well awesome. thank you very much for joining us uh we hope you've enjoyed that uh slightly grumpy episode
1: grumpy on both parts in yeah, elements as well parts. right
0: i thought i was going to be a lot grumpier i feel like i've had to do a lot of appeasing <laughs> but, i mean
1: um, it is going to save us the relationship the more you appease <laughs> so yeah you probably should keep <laughs> it up was it, was it on its last you've probably legs, got to keep it? it up for about a week i'd say
0: well i think we should probably keep it up until the wedding or I should keep it up until the wedding is <laughs> no, b- just a, to be on the safe side. That's a side. fair shout, yeah. Brilliant. Yeah, yeah. Okay, well I'm going to go. Clearly, we
1: are joking. So thanks. <laughs> just in case anyone <laughs> was worried. For clearing that up. Yeah. Just in case anyone was worried. Like yeah, no, guys,
0: you're into a good thing. Yeah, I was a little bit worried there then. <laughs> <laughs> Brilliant. Right, that's it. We're off. That's yeah. enough. 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 Enough for of tonight. the green mileage for tonight. Yeah. Thanks. Thanks very much for listening. We hope you're happy, healthy, and safe. Uh, Wherever you are, and um, we will catch on the flip-flop.
1: We're going to go watch some horror films. Bye. Oh, sweaty ears.
0: Without further ado. Oswald's just pulled some newspaper from the bin. Brilliant. I'm going to throw the dog out of the room.
1: Don't throw him.
0: Well, you know what I mean. I'm not going to throw him. I can't even lift... I can't even control him on the lead, let alone throw, lift him.
1: Yeah.
0: So. Oh, fuck.
1: <laughs> like this, smashy. Sorry. <laughs>
0: Paul, the head guard of a prison, meets an inmate. Um. John... Oh.
1: Into the microphone a bit more clearly.
0: Sorry, you'd think I'd know how to do this after a year, wouldn't you, Pull The heck, blew up.